You are now listening to the Author Circle Podcast with Robin Robbins, author, certified life and book coach, and speaker. Tune in every Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Pamela D. Smith is an international speaker, author, life coach, and evangelist. She has dedicated her diverse pursuits to elevating the lives of women all over the world. Book Pamela to speak at your next conference or to conduct a group life coaching workshop or even to coach your audience with her signature business teaching titled Books Build Brands. She encourages, she equips, and she empowers. Visit www.rpsmiths.com for more information about this inspirational speaker. Hello, everybody, and thank you so much for joining us this Friday evening. I'm super duper excited, and without further ado, we're just going to jump right in, and I'm going to introduce you to our special guest. Tamala C. Todd used the transitions of her life to write her story of perseverance and growth. After surviving a home where her father's mental health challenges fostered chaos, she mimicked the familiar dysfunction in her first marriage. She thought the constant discord of emotional and mental abuse was normal until her love for reading self-help books stimulated her self-love. She experienced an epiphany from which she discovered her value. Without further ado, you all, let's jump right into it and welcome Pamela C. Hello, thank you for having me. Yes, yes, yes. How are you on this good evening? <laughs> I'm I'm great. And how are you? I am well. I'm well. That's I'm good. Well. That's good. Yes, ma'am. So introduce your book to us. Give us the title and a little insight about your book. Okay. It's called Emotions of the Mind. My uh Number one goal is to bring awareness to the impact of mental mental illness, mental and emotional illness, in patients, in their families, and how I feel that is the best avenues to help and what I did in my personal life to help a person with mental illness or loved one. Wow, that is phenomenal. That's phenomenal. So, your book. Emotions of the mind. What what can we expect? And you know what? Before we even go any, before we even do that, this mm-hmm. title is giving me life. Just so you know, <laughs> this title, <laughs> Emotions of the Mind, Breaking the Cycle. Right, right. Like, but how did you come up with that? Because really in your mind you have several emotions even when you're trying to make a decision you say yes no maybe or what's going to be the cause and effect all of those are different emotions um because you're 
you know, you're thinking about what the, what's the, going to be the cause and effect. Some people think about what is the other people going to think. Some people think what is going to be the outcome. So all of those are different emotions. We cry, we hurt, we, you know, we're vulnerable. We have all kind of different emotions, and all of that plays with us mentally. Mm. Very true. Very, very true. So your book, who would your book be perfect for? Like, who would you say? your book would be perfect for? Um, I would say I'll give you an age range. Um, anyone between the ages of 25 to 65 because I'm sharing things that happen in my childhood and I'm also sharing things that happened in my first marriage when I was 28, 29, into 30. And I'm at the end of my book, I'm sharing about how I overcame those things, and I didn't really overcome a lot of those things until I was 38. So it's a wide range of it's all about when you get over that hurdle in your life at your time and what's, what's best for you. So the, the, the age range varies widely. Wow, wow. So what, what was the thing that prompted you? Take us behind the scenes. What was the thing that prompted you and made you say, I have to put this message into a book and I I really feel pressed to share it with the world? What was the thing that or the situation or the circumstance that happened that prompted you to publish this book? Um, I shared my story because I have friends and and, um, people, different family members I know who have been in relationships and they're scared to say something about it or scared to reach out to help. And now mental health has been a big topic all over the society, TV, wherever. And I just felt, I said, this is a good time to share my story. And you, when, you, when I write, is is beneficial for me. It helps me. So I felt to me, let me share my story to help someone else because it's a lot that I didn't know until I went through it that I wish someone had told me if it had been in the book, it, it would have helped me because I read all the time. I'm an avid reader too, even though I write. But to me, you can find a lot of problem solving in just reading. Mm. So that's why I want to share my story. Because even though if you don't feel comfortable talking to someone, if you read it, that can give you some steps and tools of how to get re- get over something or issue. Yes, absolutely. Was there anything specific that was happening um, at that time in your life when you decided to write the book? Um, I've always wanted to become an author, for one, and I've always, I've always been a journal. I journal all the time, and like I said, I do it for my own self help too. Um, is some people use it as a cleanse, some people use it as just a meditating, in which I do. I do it as meditating, just journaling how I feel throughout the day. Um, but what really prompted me, um, I had one girlfriend, her, she went through a divorce and she just isolated herself, and that's not healthy. Mm. Mm. So for those listening, you know, let's dig a little deeper. What are some of the mental illnesses and or challenges that you kind of talk about in your book? Oh, yes, definitely. Uh, schizophrenia. 
because my dad um, suffered from schizophrenia. I talk, I talk a lot about mental confusion, um, the different um, symptoms he had, loss of interest in his daily activities. And I also talked about um, dealing with a narcissistic, narcissistic person, um, which was my ex-husband dealing with someone who had a sense of entitlement, um, a need to, you have to always give them consent and praise, constantly bullying mm. and belittling other, others, being manipulative. And that's why I say that I mimic a lot of the um, things that happened in my childhood because my mother was not a person who discussed her business because in our households, what goes on in our house stays in our house. And I think of a lot of us right. heard that as children. Yes, um, absolutely. And I, I wanted to change that narrative um, that it's okay to talk about it. It's okay to go seek counseling. It's okay to to share your story because somebody else is better, is worse off, or is better off, you know, either or, vice versa. But it's okay. and And that's something that I just wanted to share and be very transparent about what happened with me to help somebody else. Absolutely, absolutely. So right right here in this moment, if you could give your top three shifts to the person listening that either may be personally going through um, some challenges mentally or they are the product um, of, you know, parents who had challenges or have challenges, I should say, or, you know, someone that may be in a relationship with someone that has and is facing or suffering with those challenges, what would be your, your top three shifts that you would share with them to empower them to, um, you know, become liberated in those situations? Um, my favorite is always reading self-help books. Um, like I said, self-help books can empower you because self-help books let me know that I was in an emotional relationship. That's my uh, emotional abusive relationship. I had no idea because, you know, we mimic what we see as a child. So talking and belittling your spouse was, oh, they arguing. So what? It's no big deal. That's what I thought was okay to me. Um, number two, I would say, you know, reach out to your, uh, when you go for your physical uh, at the doctor's office, a lot of times they ask you during your physical, you know, is there anything that you want to talk about? How are you feeling? They ask you those questions for a reason. Be very transparent with your primary care physician. Number three, I recommend people, you know, if you go to church, they have small groups. They have grief counseling. Um they have groups for people who are going through something or if it's domestic violence or whatever the case may be. Try to reach out to somebody that you feel comfortable with. Aha! Absolutely. Absolutely. So what is, for someone that's in a relationship, um, you know, there are a lot of people that not only um have been in narcissistic relationships um, romantically, but have suffered with, you know, a parent being a narcissist. Yes. Um, so what, what would you say to the person? First, first, let's, let's, let's um, demystify it. Could you explain to us 
what a narcissist is and explain some of those trigger behaviors? Um, yes. The manipulative, um, it usually starts out as a, a nice relationship, I know, romantically, until they suck you in. And then you get the belittling. You get, they always, everything has to be about them. They'll have you trigger your mind to thinking that you really did something wrong. Um, a sense of entitlement. Um, they mm. feel like everything has to be about them. And, and they'll suck you in. With my ex-husband, he had me thinking that I always needed to go visit his family for the holiday and not mine. Um, and that's what wow. I really thought, you know, I, I felt like, oh, okay, which I knew. I was like, well, we're supposed to alternate. I knew that in the back of my mind, but he had me thinking like, well, that's my this and this is that, and it was always an excuse. So that's why I said they, they flip things to make you feel like you are the one in the wrong. Mm-hmm. Wow. So what what would you, what would be... Um, a way or something that if that person is listening and they are in a romantic relationship with a narcissist, um, if they have a parent that is a narcissist, what would be a way that they could immediately begin to protect themselves? Because, you know, we often tell people in these different types of situations, whether it's domestic violence or or mm-hmm. even something like this, oh, you got to leave, you got to leave, you got to leave. And, the, mm-hmm. and although ultimately that's what's going to be beneficial for them, sometimes mm-hmm. there are steps to leaving, oh, yeah, right? Definitely. So, Cause yes, you need to leave absolutely. In, a, in a safe way, definitely. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, could you shed light on for that person that's like, I know I need to leave, but I'm not in that place or in that position where I can, what are some things I can do to begin to protect myself mentally and emotionally to build up to leave? With me journaling, I left my journal at my locker at work because you never knew if he was looking through my things. So, um, like I say, journaling helped for me. But for a person with a parent, that is a very touchy situation because really do you tell people to leave their parents alone? So um, that's a one-on-one basis. Like I said, for that, I think you try to confine in, some, confine in someone else, even if it's a family member or if it's a close friend that you have. And if it's not a friend, I always still tell people all the time, if you have health benefits, try to seek out some type of counseling because it's there for you. You're paying for it out of your job. No one will ever know what's going on. But I always tell people to try to write down what your goals are. Try to write you out a strategy plan. Um, Like I said, I kept things in my work locker. I knew he couldn't Mm -hmm. find it in my work locker. Um, And then you're going to need somebody to help you leave in an exit plan in a safe manner. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. And so therapists um, would definitely be, um, a resource. Also, there are a lot of nonprofits and other foundations out there that mm-hmm. specialize in providing exit plans, exit strategies, tra- mm-hmm. tra- uh, transitional plans, and stuff like that to help you get out of 
um, situations like that. So definitely right. Google will be your friend. You know, if yes. you don't know of any foundations or nonprofits um, that are, you know, available in where you live and within your community um, mm-hmm. in order to find that, that help, definitely, definitely, definitely. So right. tell us um, where we can reach you. For those that want to connect with you, um, let us know where we can find you on social media and where we can purchase your book. Sure. Um, I have a Facebook. is is author Tamala C. Todd. And I also have Instagram, which is writertam underscore. I have a website, www.tamalatod.com. And my book can be found on Amazon or Barnes & Noble. Excellent, excellent. So for the aspiring author that is listening mm-hmm. and that's that wants to write a book, what would be your advice for as an author to an aspiring author? What would be your advice to them? To invest in yourself every day to build your legacy. Um, invest that time, whatever the time is. If you're journaling, if you you know recording your your book on um, the recorder, whatever. Invest a certain amount of time after you settle your family down, after you know you're not working or whatever. Invest that time every day to create your legacy because everybody's legacy is at a different time. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. So before we let you go, what would be um, the number one thing that you would want people to take away from this interview because we know that you're really, really big on mental health advocacy. What would be the one thing you would want to leave with them um, outside of having the resource from your book? Um, That even though you have a mentally ill family member or loved one, they can live a functioning lifestyle with the proper treatment and the proper meds. There is, you know, it's hard to give up, but try not to give up. Try to exhort all your resources before you say you want to give up. Aha! Mm. Well, you guys heard it here first. And before we go, one more time, let them know where they can contact you and reach you uh, for this amazing book that you've put together. Um www.tamalatide.com and it's also on Amazon and Mars and Noble. Yes, 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 you guys. This has been another amazing Friday evening. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Author Circle podcast. If you were not able to catch uh, that information, or maybe you were driving and you couldn't write it down, don't worry as usual. We have those links readily accessible for you in the show's transcript. You guys have an amazing Friday evening. Enjoy your weekend, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Author's Circle podcast. Insight, interviews, tips, and tools for readers and the aspiring author in you. 